So I look around. This is kind of gross. I look around and I didn't want him to get in trouble because he had to poop and I didn't listen to his cues. So I like pretend to pet him and I pet and I like put my hand right under his butt and he pooped in my hand. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's love. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. And I'm Richie Redding. Let's do the formal intro. Her comedy has been seen on Netflix, Colbert, and Comedy Central. She's a series regular on the CW show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. But most importantly, you were recently on the True TV Moose Turd show, Turdy Works, Emma Willman. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Great to see you guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So before we get into our normal, you know, course of the show, I absolutely have to know about the show Turdy Works because I had so so let me just, just tell you my experience okay. with seeing the commercial with it that I've pitched a bunch of very good ideas to True TV and the thing that I always say is like it's got to be dumb enough to work, you know. <laughs> so and it's like just see that like there's this lady in Maine that makes art out of moose turds and it's like it, you know it's coming to True TV and I was like oh god damn it and then I saw you were on it and I was like. Oh, Emma's on it. <laughs> and then I actually watched it. I was like, that's pretty good. I had a similar reaction to you when I, Richie, when I first heard about it. Uh-huh. This is what happened. So I was like walking down the street and I remember looking at my calendar and I was like, man, like, what the fuck? Like la- this time last year I was doing all this stuff and like I was looking out ahead. And I'm like, shit, like wh- where did I go wrong? I had been auditioning a bunch, but I hadn't, nothing, hadn't been getting anything. So I get this call. Um, they're doing a reality show about moose poop. It's someone in Maine. They want to know if you'd want to um, be involved as a producer. I said, "There, what are they? What's it about?" They're like, "This woman in Maine sells moose poop. There was a bidding war for her show." And I was like, "Yeah, give me one second. Then I put my phone on and I just like looked up to the sky and went, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the? F-? I was like, if I'm going to Maine to do a reality show about moose poop because I have nothing else going on, I was like, things have gone horribly wrong. So I can be a little dramatic about career stuff. Like everything else, I kind of like whatever career stuff I get." <laughs> So I was just, I was like, can't relate. <laughs> and I have, you know, pitch shows too. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm down for anything. But I was like, I don't know. And then my agent at the time was like, take a look at it. So I looked at the sizzle and I was like, I was like, I can't read it because I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I don't trust my judgment on it. I was like, are they making fun of this woman? Is this what she's actually like? Like, I don't want to make fun of anybody in Maine. I was like, I don't know if this would be good for my head. I don't know. And then I sent it to my friend Jennifer, who's a producer um, for commercials. And I, I try, and she's from Maine. We grew up together. And she's like, I love it. She's like, the woman's so endearing. She was like, I think you're misreading it. This isn't about some wacky poop. Because I was like, it's lesbians in Maine selling poop. And they want me in, the, in on that. I was like, I'm going to fucking shoot myself. Pretty on the nose. <laughs> right. It's just like, I think you're overthinking about it. So I was like, okay. And then uh, I ended up doing it, and it was really great, and the woman's amazing. It was really funny. 
and it it is it's about her being like an entrepreneur and making something out of nothing and the humanizing aspects of poop. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. In preparing for this, I saw a video of you talking to her. And not just your accent, your whole face changed when you started talking to somebody from Maine. Are you aware of this phenomenon? Really? Yes. No, I'm not aware of that at all. Yeah. It's a very specific accent, but I think it's like you can have huh. you can be like smoking a cigar at sea while you're talking. Like there's just more mouth open when you guys are talking to each other. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> my own observation. I didn't notice that at all. That's funny. I definitely noticed slow like I was trying to like when she would be talking, I would try to like or in Maine, I'll definitely slow down for sure because I want to be like kind of more in their rhythm. So, but that's, I believe it. I've seen that happen with other people where they're talking and then the accent comes out. So I believe that. Which which all brings us to the point that you grew up in Maine and uh, what, was, what was the pet life when you were a kid? When I was growing up, so we had a dog named Max and I never really cared about Max. And I have a theory about it. Mm-hmm. I think I was on the wrong wavelength. My, I think my heart wasn't open to animals. So it was like I just didn't care. Like, I'd see him, didn't care. I remember when my parents got divorced. I mean, I cared. I was like, oh, Max, like, whatever. But I wasn't, like, enthralled with— I mean, now I love the dogs. Like, uh-huh. I love my dogs. So, I love my dog more than anything. And when I see other people's dogs, I love their—I, like, treat them like I'm meeting a new person. Like, it's like a whole—you know, I try to—I'm amazed. But Max, my parents got divorced, and I was with my dad, and I, I saw my mom. I was like, I haven't seen Max in a while. And she was like, he died two years ago. <laughs> that's that's how disconnect. I was like, oh, I didn't connect with him. And he, and he was this beautiful um, yellow lab, and I didn't, I don't know what it was. It didn't, I just didn't like, I never like bonded. Well, you were young. I mean, I think it's it's easy to like take for granted probably when your parents are taking care of them and like you're like, whatever, they're just there. It's just True. like part of your family. It's kind of like having a baby brother or baby sister. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's like whatever. You exist. There's something about when you have to take care of the animal that does make you start loving it too because it's like dependent. You you see how vulnerable it is. Yeah. For sure. But that was my animal growing up. And then I had a cat and I didn't care about the cat either. <laughs> but I still don't, like, if I see a cat, like, it's like, all right. It's not like, I, I'm not, like, I worship my dog. There's something about be my wavelength changed when I got in a relationship with my girlfriend now. She has these two dogs. I was like, all right, whatever. Then she was, she was gone for like two weeks and I was watching the dogs. And I noticed, like, when I would come back... Bowie would be like sticking his little head out and greeting me. And then in the morning, you know, he'd wake me up to take him out to pee. And then I started noticing his mannerisms and I don't know. And then I started to like really like him. And then we were in Vegas and I was kind of yanking him through the lobby of a hotel. And I he kept putting his feet down and I kept yanking him, not realizing he was telling me he had to go poop. Uh-huh. Mm. So I'm yank, yank, yank. And then I realized, oh, he's got to poop. And the reason he didn't poop outside is because I was yanking him. <laughs> so I look around. This is kind of gross. I look around and I didn't want him to get in trouble because he had to poop and I didn't listen to his cues. So I like pretend to pet him and I pet and I like, put my hand right under his butt and he pooped in my hand. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's love. Yeah. That is serious. So he poops in my hand, because, but it was my fault because he was trying to tell me he had to poop outside. That is He's love. He's like, I got to poop. That is love. I'm yanking him. Wow. Because I'm on the phone. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Come on. So I let him poop in my hand <laughs> and then I walk by a Starbucks and I just kind of. 
because I didn't want him to get in trouble. So the, and that, so then I put the poop in the trash. No one sees the damn thing. Get up to the hotel room. I told my girlfriend. She goes, "There's poop bags on the leash. You idiot!" <laughs> like she was like, she was like, "What are you even talking about?" He had to poop in your hand. <laughs> what? And I was like, "No, nah, I didn't want to cause a scene." So I and she was like. Chop your hand off. Oh, Chop your God. hand off. Dude, you're a dog mom legend, man. Yeah, that is love. I mean, Thank you. I don't think anyone and can beat that story. Thank but, you. But also, like, the getting the bag out and, you know, getting it ready and everything. Yeah. No, nah, it would have drawn too much attention. Yeah. You did the right thing. Exactly. Wow, what I a appreciate lucky guy. Okay, let's, uh, so. Thank you. I mean, if we're going to talk about the poop, let's talk about the poop. What can you tell us about it? What did you learn? <laughs> Firm, loose, Oily? I don't know. What words would you use? So this was kind. This was kind of oily, actually. This <laughs> one was worst. oily. That's the worst. Which case. I hope. I know. <laughs> yeah. And normally his poop's not like that, but it it was like. Yeah. <sighs> but it was just a little bit. He's a little dog. Because I see right. other like big dogs now, and I'm like, damn, that's a lot. Going to be a lot of poop. That's, that's a lot of poop to catch in your hand. That, so that has, this has completely changed the way you look at dog breeds. Like Rottweiler, man, not in my hands. Oh, yeah. No, these little mitts. Yeah, I'm quantifying every. Yeah, yeah. quantifying everything by every the amount of poop. shit the dog has. Like, yeah, you got your work cut out for your buddy. And like, what the fuck is she talking about? What does the, the poop tell us about the dogs? No, yeah, it's a great no. part of an exam. I mean, that's what I'm saying when you ba- babies or dogs. You're like, did they poop? How was the poop? What the poop look like? How often did they poop? You know, it's important to know. Obviously, like, you know, is it is it well formed? Is it diarrhea? What color it is? It tells you. It's a great healthy exam. You don't poop without looking at it. True. <laughs> His poop is usually well formed, but right. I took him to a dog spa, and yeah. they said. That his butt had to be secreted. Yeah. You know about that? Oh, I know about <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. I know all about it. But butt secretions and peni, I know all about. Um, this is my new favorite episode, by the way. Well, I just so, wanted to put that out Oh, there. I'm honored. Yeah. No, we did, <laughs> we did this with uh, my client, Girl With No Job, with Claudia. She's been my client for forever. And... Um, Theo expresses his anal glands on his own. So you're talking about expressing anal glands, except the true, it's not. How do you do it on your own? He, he does it on his own. He just, oh, he just yeah. squeezes and I'll explain it. Oh. But, but I was saying anal sac, they're actually sacs. They're not glands, but I'm not allowed to say anal sacs anymore. Uh. It sounds like anal sex apparently. So <laughs> anyway. To the untrained so, ear. So we'll call them glands. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so dogs have glands inside of their rectum at like four and eight. Right. Uh, inside of their rectum. And they're like little, they're sacs actually, or glands that fill with like oily, disgusting, smelly, terrible material that are scent glands that dogs What's will, their purpose? Their, their purpose is mostly to mark set like when they poop they should express those glands on their own like poop goes out poop that's normally well formed and they just act as scent glands there's not a whole lot of purpose other than that so I am not a big believer so some groomers will try to say like oh they need to be expressed like on their own but 
like they need right. to be expressed every time they come for a grooming. I mean, I am not a believer in you don't fix what's not broken. So I wouldn't go in there if he's not basically if he, they're not bothering him, if he's not scooting, if he's not licking at his butt, if he's not showing any signs of discomfort back there, then it's not something I go fixing because you can also create inflammation and issues. Fuck. The problem is that no, I wouldn't I wouldn't panic about it. Don't panic about it. A lot of people just do it because they think it needs to be done. Well, you're right then. Cause that's what my girlfriend said. And she said, don't do it. He's doesn't, he hasn't shown any signs of needing it. Some dogs get like anal gland abscesses and then we have to, um, and then we have to express regularly to make sure that they're expressing on their own and they don't get like abscessed and infected. But if he's never had an issue, it's not something I would recommend doing. I wouldn't panic if you've done it. <laughs> not a big deal. A lot of people- I think you went for it. But, a but lot of people by, think- Going by well, the Well, she was trying to yeah. take the professional's opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, I respect that. I should have gotten that before I did it because I got to the sal- dog salon and the woman's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he his size, oh yeah, you got to get it. And I was like, well, and then my girlfriend was specifically like- He's going in there to get his nails done and his teeth cleaned and that's it. And then the woman was like, no, no, you, a little dog like this, like he might be in pain. And I was like, no. uh, so I said, yeah. And then I didn't know how to communicate to him. Like someone's about to do something to your butt. <laughs> like I just pictured him being like anally probed. And then I was, when I left him, I ran back in and was like, has there ever been any dog deaths in here? <laughs> and she was like, no, there haven't. And then I left and he was fine afterwards. The next time I get my hair cut, I'm going to look him right in the eye and ask him that. Has anybody Has ever died in here? Has anybody ever been murdered <laughs> in this barbershop? I feel like in New York. Anyone ever died in here? Because they're fucking about to. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> they have now. <laughs> um, anyway, so bottom line is, yeah, if he's not, he would be showing you discomfort if he was trying to lick his butt okay. or drag his butt on the ground or anything else like that. So if he's not, I don't fix what's not broken. But I, did, I haven't like fucked him up by having someone do that to him. No, not even close. Not even close. A lot, like I said, a lot of people just like think they should do it and do it. And a lot of groomers just do it just to do it. And the dogs are probably fine. Is for it an upsell? What's that cost? What did it set you back? That was the thing. It was an upsell. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. It wasn't too expensive, and actually, I would have preferred if it was. I think it was like an extra 20 bucks or something, and I was like, nah. (laughs) Like, I would have wanted that to be $200. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to feel like you're really getting your value for letting somebody stick their hand in your dogs. Yeah, not $200, $100, $150, but that, I would have been, she goes, an extra 20, I'm like, it, like, it, it just seems like that should be you know, a premium. The, the groomer probably thinks she's doing the right thing. So I'll just leave it at right. that. Next time, just call, just insist on paying more and calling it a prostate massage. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can give them that prostate massage, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make sure. <laughs> They're like, what? And, and like slip her a hundo and a wink, you know, <laughs> like make it real surreptitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take care of the prostate, all right? Ew. <laughs> yeah. I need a new job. Thanks. I'm going to bring them to a vet the next time I have anything like that done, though, not a spa. Yeah, I think that also that, in my opinion. I mean, so a lot of groomers do it like actually from the outside. We actually go in and get the job done. Some groomers do go in, but, um, you know, we, we know what we're feeling. Do you know what kind of dog uh, Bowie is? There's fox chihuahua mix of some sort. <laughs> so I do think he looks like a fox. So 
for some, I always had a really hard time remembering this, but he's, so we, I made up an acronym, CCP. He's a Corgi Chihuahua Pomeranian. Oh my God. That is exactly what he looks like. That's unbelievable. Is he still there? Really? Yeah. yeah. He's, oh yeah. So sometimes I'll be in bed with him looking at pictures of Corgi Chihuahua Pomeranians. Am I fucking nuts? I'm obsessed with my dog. Yeah. No, no that's. I love him I, so much. What about a little bit? Oh yeah. my God. So I was going to guess. That's a Corgi I haven't Chihuahua seen you. Pomeranian. That's yeah, that is. is unbelievable. That is an unbelievable right spot on. Which panel did you do to find that out? Oh, uh, my girlfriend just told me because she adopted him. Got so it. it's my girlfriend's dog, but right. now he is half my dog. Right, right, of course. That's what we've. He looks like your dog, like, though. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. And she is another dog who I do love too, but it's not quite this. She's another dog named Chloe, but Our Chloe's Chloe. not. Oh, yeah. Chloe's. I love that name. <laughs> she, um, Chloe's 14 and, um, just much, much older. And, uh, I, I love Chloe too, but it's just, Chloe doesn't like cut, like Bowie, like really like is a cuddler. Chloe doesn't cuddle like that. Oh, and she's old. Oh my God. Chloe farted so bad. <laughs> It's so bad. That uh, is, I'm wondering, did she poop? Oh, wow. It really our Chloe like farts so bad, too. I mean, that's <laughs> so, it's toxic. She has never <laughs> farted that. I was wondering if she pooped. Wait, does she need her butt secreted then? Does she have some kind she of, not, I can't poop? taste it. I can't no, taste it. No, I think because I gave her some roast, <laughs> yeah. I gave her some roast beef this morning. <laughs> roast, <laughs> roast beef oh, so farts. Bad. You got to get in there. You got to get secreted. Oh, I mean, I I really, I thought maybe she pooped, but she didn't poop, so. No, it's okay. It's okay. You got to take it in, babe. You got to take it in. You got to love her farts. Did you guys get her together or did did you have her before you met Richie? She was a me. I had her. She, um. I got her when she was 10 weeks old. I got her in my last year okay. of veterinary school, in my third year of veterinary school. So a similar situation. Um, but, yeah. okay, he came into the picture when she was th- two or three, I think three, and she's nine now. So I feel like you've moved He's away daddy. from the epicenter of this stink, and it's not fair. I haven't moved away. I wouldn't move away. <laughs> was she not closer I, to me? Was she not closer farts. to me before this fart happened? No, I love her you, farts. I think and I would, like maybe like a tiny bit. Yeah, I would you, take them to the face. Scoop. I have no problem taking her. you can't blame her. her. No. We're in this together. No, you're not listening. I have no problem taking her farts to the face. No, it is. I love them. They're like my own. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So uh, (laughs) I have one final question for you before we get into our next segment. If there were two dogs identical to Bowie, Mm. how would you distinguish which one is the true Bowie? (laughs) Great question. I'll tell you. There's no way I wouldn't know, first of all, but I bet everyone always says that. Mm-hmm. But his eyes, he I don't know if it's too much iron in his eye, but under his eyes, he gets these little crusties. I thought that was a tattoo that many he killed somebody. somebody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> he's got bodies. Sometimes I joke around because I watch so much true crime. I joke around that he's a serial killer and I think it's like hilarious and no one else thinks it's funny. But he his under eyes, and I would just know there's no way his under eyes end that he has that there's no penis there, which I'm saving for my question. <laughs> but his, there's no penis in his penis. But also just saying, if you love him so much, you can clone him. So if you want like five Bowies. Well, I saw that. I saw that because I saw Barbara Streisand did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know what your finances are like, but yes. It'd be so expensive. I've yeah. taken, I've worked with clone dogs. I've 
taken samples for are you serious dogs. yeah you could have a whole ethically is like a whole other question but like you can do it <sighs> i can't yeah. i wouldn't be able to afford it i don't think it's about 50 it used to be <laughs> like a hundred thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars now come on M. you could just bank his cells for like <laughs> when you guys hit it really big you know like um you, yeah. you bank his cells i think it's like two or three thousand dollars to do that and then it's, you pay like a fee, fee you every have year a whole army of dickless dogs how sweet would that be <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can definitely bank. I could bank his cells, but I don't think I could. I couldn't afford cloning him. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, this you know, is at the moment, ridiculous. No. <laughs> okay. No. 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 Yeah. But I would. I want to. The problem is that they. We don't really. It's hard. They, you know, they do it in a lab. We don't know where they get these dogs from that they impregnate. Uh, it's it's a tough. It's an interesting. Uh, yeah, I've brought in the ethical considerations. <laughs> also, for a hundred grand, if you gave me a hundred grand, I would run out and search the earth for a dog that looked exactly like your dog, and then say I cloned it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I do that for two. I do that for eight hundred bucks. Right. Right. Get right. old pet finder. Right. <laughs> but I would love to clone Bowie. Because if anything ever happened to him, I'd have a really tough time. No, he's so cute. How old is he again? He's four. I think I would be able to tell, though. I'd be able to just know. I would just be able to tell his mannerisms. Yeah, what th- What are the things that he does that you would know? Okay, he always, he wants to rest his head. So, like, if you have any limb out that he can rest his head on, his, he'll be, like, searching his head to put it down. He, all, yeah, he hates holding cool. his head up. So he's always, I would say that's the big one, actually. He always just wants to rest his head. Yeah, who wants to use their neck all day? Who? Not this guy. If you, if, <laughs> for a treat, he doesn't just take the treat. He, like, sniffs it. He walks around it. And then he'll, like, very gingerly take the treat. He's very weird about treats. Like it. He's not a very masculine dog. I've, I tried getting him more into catch and, like, like, kind of beefing him up a little bit. He just doesn't, I don't know. He's kind of prissy. But okay, that kind of runs us straight into um, we we also like to do a uh, Cosmo style personality test to better get to know Bowie. So uh, we we normally ask this question anyway, but I feel like asking uh, somebody in a same sex couple, you are going to be all the more uh, yeah. the authority on this question on the Kinsey scale: one being the gayest, ten being the straightest. Where does Bowie fall? So it's so tough to say. He shows no interest in anybody. Mm. But the other dog, Chloe, I would say is straight. Bowie, he doesn't show. I think he ah, he seems a little gay to me in that he is like, ah, that's a really, t- I would say he's like, wait, so 10's the gay? 10, 10's, 10's the straightest. straightest? Yeah. I'd say he's like a four then. Okay. Well, there's no asexual on the because I mean I feel like we've definitely had some asexual dogs. So I could I you know what though I couldn't see him being in a partnership with a woman because he's kind of like this is like broad strokes, but That's what we're here he's for. a little bit of a diva himself. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I don't see him going out and protecting and hunting. He is a great protector. Like he'll like if there's a sound in the house or my girlfriend's house, someone um, broke into her apartment. And Bowie, this was like two years ago. She thinks it was actually her dog walker. She was using WAG because the person, she thinks it was her dog walker at the time's boyfriend. Sponsor of the show. And they, (laughs) she was supposed to be out of town and the dog walker knew that, but she got back at like, you know, late at 4 a.m. And the person came in at like 4.30 a.m. She'd just taken a clonopin and Bowie, who's tiny, 
yeah. just fucking was like, <laughs> and lost it. That's what's And up. the guy he ended up running out of the apartment because he was just, Bowie was like wow, flipping. So wow. he'd be a good protector, but. Go on, Bowie. Yeah, he like, I think he's pretty a little bit more gayish though. <laughs> he's he's a super gay protector. And it is what it is. Yeah. He's a super gay protector. It is what it's. It's fine with me. I don't care what his little thing he is. You know. I mean, if I was about to get beat up, I wish that Mateo would jump in to to protect me. You know. Who's Mateo? Do I know who? Who's Mateo? Her. She does a podcast with. Uh, oh, oh, oh. With a ten out of ten gay Mateo Lane, and he's ripped. Ripped. Okay. It's. I don't know if I see Mateo. <laughs> he, I don't know if I see him. straight men always are like, "Why are you so ripped?" To, to, to him. I don't know if I see him protecting someone, though. Like, I wouldn't see him. I don't know. You guys, you, I, I'd be curious. Well, the uh, muscles are just for show. The muscles are fashion, not function. Well, let me dream, okay? Yeah, he maybe protect protect you. I mean, he's very strong, for sure. Let's talk about his problem-solving skills. Not good. No? He, not great. So... My girlfriend told me she was like, my she's like my Chloe is really smart. She's like she's really really smart, and, I, and she's like Bowie's more sweet. And I was like, what does that even mean? And she's like, with Bowie, if I fake throw a ball one hundred percent of the time, doesn't matter how long I do it for, he'll go try to catch that ball. Chloe, after two to five times, she's like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, our Chloe has like spent minutes looking for a, yeah. a, a something that never got thrown. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Totally. So he's like his problem solving I'd say is like low. Like I've never I don't I've never seen him solve a single <laughs> a single problem. Hilarious. <laughs> Final question on the personality test. Mm. Cock blocking. Let's talk about it. Is uh are they are they messing up the romance? No, he'll he's actually really good about that. Like if if he sees us like if we start like even hugging kind of He'll like kind of slink to the edge of the bed and then he'll like, he'll leave. So he's good about that. One time he like, we were like kissing or something. And then he like ran in and was like trying to like like, kiss too. And then we got him out. (laughs) Maybe he had to poop. (laughs) I don't think he knew what he was doing. But like if he, I feel weird if he's there because I don't want to be. I feel bad. Like, I feel like, like, I hate it when my girlfriend goes, he's just a dog. Like, you, and I'm like, he's not just a dog. (laughs) So I know I sound totally nuts, but I hate it when she says that. (laughs) No, that sounds, I, she goes, I can relate. And she's always like, he has to sit over there. He's just a dog. And I'm like, he's not, I hate it when you say he's just a dog. And she's like, what do you think he is? I'm like, he's your child. He's, he's more than a dog. Not that that's a bad thing. He's your dog child. He's a CCP. Respect him. <laughs> yeah. <he's> a- <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been teasing you. We've been poking and prodding all over it. She mentioned it once. She mentioned it twice. But now she's about to talk about it thrice. Let's talk about Bowie's micro penis. <laughs> With 
So my girlfriend and I were in Vegas. We were in a, at a comedy room and someone said, asked something about his penis. And we were like, no, he doesn't have a penis. And then everyone was like, what? And what have you lesbians done? <laughs> that's what it felt like. And then I, they were like, like, are you guys in just denial about that? He has a penis. And we were like, no. And what it is, is he's got this. He never has the red thing come out. He has like a skin flap that's empty. We've never seen the red penis ever. Got it. What's going on? I'm fine with it. I don't care. Whatever works for him is totally cool. Like it's fine, obviously, but he has no What's going on? Does it look like he's just peeing out of hair? I've seen that on like on dogs before. It's like just like hair peas. Well, he's probably got a little. You want to show? I got to put my glasses on. Sometimes he has little ball. He has these little when he has to pee. um, He has like these little balls form. But then when he pees, the ball's empty. Okay, interesting. Let's see. First ever, we don't deserve dogs penis inspection. It's hard to see there, but I think it's there. I mean, he's got the so the flat. So you actually describe that really well. And I love. I actually also love his penis too. Oh, right. Like I, I'm like, so- oh, I love. It. I love it. I love all his whole body. We're gonna isolate this, and the entire lesbian community is gonna turn on you. You're not gonna. It's no context. It's just but- gonna be. I love his penis. <laughs> I love his penis. <laughs> I love his whole, like, I just, but, so what's going on? What Like, what's up? So so you described that really well. So you said, like, he's got a flap with a thing in it. So, like, I'm super impressed. You know that that's, that's called the prepuce. So there's a flap of skin around the actual penis called the prepuce. And what happens is if you pull that prepuce back, you'll see the red rocket. That red rocket no. is actually his penis. <laughs> but, no, but he but, doesn't have a red no, rocket. No, but you won't do it, right? You never see it come out. He just, he's not that kind of guy. It just never, ever comes out. I pr- it's there, I promise. We just probably are, have to pull it back Are you are really you? Hard. Suggesting but that she does that live right no, now. I can't pull you it can't. back. It, it takes a skill, actually. It's a pretty oh. practiced skill. But why doesn't it ever come out? Is he never excited? Yeah, he's just never excited. Some dogs get, some dogs it comes sad? out like when it's nervous. Nah, it's not sad. He's happy. He doesn't know the difference. But he's when a you practicing first, asexual. When you first said that, though, I there's uh, there's two other thoughts that came to my mind. Is there is some there are some dogs with micro penises. Like if you neuter them really young, they can have like they can have like really per- perpetually infantile growth? penises. Yeah. Wow. Or there are also dogs who are hermaphrodites. So they have what look Man, like. Tell me about that one again. <laughs> they have what looks like. That's a penis and a vagina. Yes. Play that back. <laughs> they have. Well, they have like remnants. Yeah. They have. They have. It's actually like more common than you would think. And I can send you a good number of pictures probably. But you have to name that dog like, Jamie Lee Curtis. You have to. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and it has a penis and a vagina both together at the same time. Um, right. Exactly. So or, or like remnants of each. So like most of the ones I've seen have been. And like have been like vulvas. They're like, oh, you know, they're like, they look like vages, but then they have like a little, what looks like dogs don't really have clitorises. Like they do, but they're really hard to see. They don't look like ours. So, but it looks like a large clitoris, which is actually the penis. So that's been most of the ones mm. that I've seen. It's interesting. Anyway, yeah, dogs can be hermaphrodites. And then what do you do? You've 
Do you make it into one or the other? It depends. Only if Pick it, a neutral name. sometimes like the penis can right. like obstruct the vulva and cut. <laughs> and sometimes the penis can like obstruct the vulva or like cause issues. And so if it's causing issues, then surgery is in order. But you also have to be aware of if you're spaying and neutering it, like what you might be looking for, because there could be remnants of both parts. And so it's very interesting. There was like, for example, there was one dog that we saw was a little whippet I saw years ago and the dog was actually a show dog and the this owner was so obsessed with its like manlyhood that it went so so far as to get the dog nudicles we, fake, yes. fake testicles what's a nudicle so they when they take out the testicles they put in fake testicles for like their dogs like oh my yeah. god it's Fill the pretty bag. pretty ridiculous that's if- hello- oh my god I'm, I want to give Bowie the biggest right. dick. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> Test uh, ball. <laughs> Wouldn't that be? So, yeah. But that'd probably be uncomfortable for him. I mean, yeah. He has back problems like a girl with big Not, boobs, but right. it's just because he's just lugging this hog around. <laughs> oh my so, God. But the point is we did an, all, the dog got sick for some reason. We did an ultrasound on the dog and we found that the dog had like a primitive uterus. So it's just pretty funny. These people went all the way out of their way to get this dog some fake testicles for its manliness and the dog actually had a uterus. Yeah. If you want to fall down a really weird click hole, I strongly suggest looking into nudicles. You can buy nudicles for anything from a prairie dog to a water buffalo. And they charge accordingly, but you can also get, uh, depending on how much money you have, you can get them that have like you know the vast deference. You can you can really get get into the biology of it. I can't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Do, I see. I wouldn't. That's for the person. That's definitely for the person. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, I, but it's not. Uh, let yeah. me just be clear. I do not recommend. So yeah, to be very clear. Yeah, right. Uh, the Kardashian family does believe in them. Uh, yeah, yes, true very too. famous. Really. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 They got their boxer uh, some some nudicles. But here here's where it takes a turn. Is that uh, the guy that was the inventor of it? I thought it was just like for the aesthetics and you know like for the person like you said but it turns out right. he's this uh men's rights wing nut that's like like the really? yeah the global feminization of the male gender right. starts with our dogs and they need their dignity like whoa that took a turn dude <laughs> It's so crazy. And is he super rich because of the nut- the noodles? Uh, no, I think he made his money elsewhere. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a passion project. I don't know how many water buffalo balls he's selling, you know, and that's their top item. Right. But uh, <laughs> because I feel like that would be a big, that could be a big money maker, like prosthetic people, rich. If I had tons of money, I'd be like, it, that would be one thing I would scale up immediately Would the dog gets whatever he wants. Yeah. I, I wouldn't underestimate the dog show community though. I mean, I don't know. Mm. He could be making some money. I wouldn't estimate the dog under. Oh, see, because my old roommate used to do PR for the American Kennel Club. Oh, and she, And I remember asking her, she doesn't work for them anymore, but I remember asking her, I was like, how do the dog? Because I didn't know about it. I said, how do the dogs at the dog show, like, how do you keep them in line and they're not, they don't just start humping each other? And she just started laughing and she was like, she was like, Emma, these aren't, these are like insanely well-trained dogs. It's not like dogs that you're used to at the dog park. Like, she was like, these are like, this is a huge institution, the dog shows. Yeah, but they're still dogs. I think it's a horny place. And if one of them just happens to be in heat, you got trouble. Right. Well, I think there's rules around that. But, I don't know that I could be wrong. Uh, we need to to land this episode. You have been a, a fantastic guest. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, this is only one thing left to do, Emma Wilman, and that is to determine by way of a quiz if you deserve dogs. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Three questions. Oh, my God. Uh, multiple choice and a lot riding on it. Okay. So this is okay. the We Don't Deserve Dogs quiz main edition. Okay. According to your friend and moose turd aficionado, Mary Winchenbach, am I saying that right? Yep. The average moose poops how many turds in a day? Fuck. One monster dookie. Hold on. It's multiple choice. One monster dookie, 400 to 700 turds, 800 to 1,200, or if Ghislaine dies of COVID-19, we're going to riot. 400 to 700. Oh. I'm sorry, it was actually 800 to 1,200. So, how do you differentiate, really? though? I mean, how uh, do you even know? I, I, I'm saying what, ha- what she could said. Could be a baby moose. The turds are pretty well, it could be a baby one, but the turds are like these individual turds. So, they're actually pretty easy to count the moose turds. I was trying to help them enough. And she's I, trying to help. Yeah, I, think, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, what she said. I think Mary probably knows. Question two. The state of Maine does not have an official state dog. In 2015, a proposal to make the Labrador Retriever the state dog was shot down. But why? Because a helicopter full of Labrador Retrievers had just been shot down. Or because it was 2015, and if Obama couldn't name a Supreme Court justice in an election year, they weren't about to name a dog. Or C, they didn't want to play favorites. D, the whole state Senate is a bunch of cat ladies. C. That is <laughs> correct. Yes. Representative Chris Babbage told Maine Public Broadcasting that uh, Labrador is a great dog, but it's not unique to Maine. And I have difficulty favoring mm. it over so many other wonderful dogs Aww. that are worthy of nomination. Aww. Yes. He didn't want to offend the good boys. It's, tri- it's hard to find a dog unique to a state, though, isn't it? Yeah. Certain states. Because, like, all dogs are everywhere. Although I do think of labs in Maine because, right, they have all those stores with labs. I don't know. They're, yeah. They, they do. Yeah. It plays well in Maine. Hands down, the most popular dog I saw in Maine was a lab. Yeah. Definitely. I would think so. Like that was the most of the dogs. Not a lot of little dogs in Maine. Not, <laughs> Not too many Bowies, Bowies there. Yeah. Not too many CCPs. Mm-mm. Okay, <laughs> final question for mm-hmm. all of the marbles. The Penobscot Indian tribe of Maine. Oh, Penobscot. Penobscot. <laughs> okay, yes. The Penobscot. I only know that because my dad lives in Penobscot, Maine. Oh. <laughs> he lives in Blue Hill on the town line of Penobscot. That's the only reason I know that. I'm not like up on it. I stepped right into that one. I thought you were going to be like, I know that it. because my dad is Penobscot. Re- respect my heritage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. The Penobscot Indian tribe of Maine told stories of an evil mythical creature named Pamola or Pamola that cursed Maine's tallest mountain. It had the head of a moose, obviously, but its body was half man and half what? Half woman, half snake, Half bat, half eagle. Mmm, I'm gonna go with half eagle. That Whoa, is correct. So uh, yes. Unfortunately, uh, no pictures were available of this beast, but it turns out you deserve, you deserve dogs. dogs. You did it. <laughs> yes. Well, send a certificate to your girlfriend just so she knows you're the best dog mom ever. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, we pretty much could have called it that after you you let it poop in your hand, you you probably yeah, deserve that Yeah, you won dog. that award. But I do spoil the dog. That's the Aww. that's a main boundary thing. Because my girlfriend was like, you're going to ruin him. So I have had to like had more 
less sneaking treats, and I made him gain weight too. Oh, well, that's that's a thing. We lost it, but okay. well, corgis tend yeah. to be thick boys anyway. But and where can people find you? You can find me at Emma Wilman on Instagram. Fantastic, Yay. and everything is at Richie Redding for me. Thank you guys so much for listening to number one album of the year and keeping it up in the charts. It's so cool to see that. I just mm. want you to listen to it, every listener of this podcast. I would love it, love it, love it if you listen to my stand up comedy. That's it is all. funny, and That's all the me. jokes about me, and all uh, the jokes about Lisa. Dr. Lisa Lippman. Also speaking of classes, I do teach pet first aid and CPR classes, so make sure to get on my Instagram and I will hock it there. Bye. Bye. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.